Hello, hello. Welcome to Forbidden Fruit Podcast, the one place where I get to fully come out of the spiritualist closet and talk about anything I want to. Screw the small talk. Let's get deep. Spiral deeper. (laughs) So the other day I was scrolling through Facebook mindlessly and I am a part of a mediumship development group. One of my mentors there, she mentioned your inner DJ. And that's what I want to talk about today. Because I think it's really important for us as spiritualists to to listen to that inner DJ and to learn to follow what that inner DJ plays for us. She proposed this as an exercise for us to strengthen our sense of clear audience. So let me back up on a most basic level and explain clear audience to you. Actually, I'm going to explain the senses on a wide variety. So we are multidimensional beings. We have a soul that exists here in form and in the next dimension as energy coexistently at the same time. It's, it, it's piercing through both dimensions. So with that, we have the ability to navigate things on this earth plane with our what we're taught in school is our five senses. We also have a layer of other five senses on top of that that are an extension of those senses and they help us communicate with those some would say across the veil some would say on the other side in heaven whatever wording you want to give it that's that's what we're connecting to so we're connecting with our sense of clear audience which is listening to those on the other side and our mind is like a radio receiver for that Some people say, oh, you hear music in your head. That's not right. (laughs) Well, yeah, it is actually. It is completely, it's more sane and sound than people who don't have an internal dialogue, which actually, you know, I've never even met anybody who don't, doesn't have an internal monologue. So there's that. Actually, I use the term monologue and that that seems incorrect because it's more of a dialogue it is you and other multidimensional beings you're connecting beyond and so when that inner dj plays a song when you hear a song in your head it's not it's not just because you're you're hearing that song and you just it random memory popped up and you're hearing this song from the 90s like <laughs> I did this morning I looked at the clock and I'm like it's 3 a.m. I must be lonely <laughs> oh okay um that is more often a message for you to go back through and listen to the lyrics of that song or think about a time when you heard that song let that song 
remind you of the time when you first heard it or when you most listened to it because there are keys to unlocking further healing. And I say that because of my own personal experience. There are times when I have woken up in the middle of the night with this song in my head. So I sat and I put my earbuds on and I grabbed a notebook and I listened to the subtle guidance I was getting going from song to song to song. And you know what? There were songs that I wouldn't have even put on a playlist together, but the words that stuck out to me, I wrote them down and it explained a dream I had. Whoa. (laughs) Mind-blowing. Completely amazing. I've also had instances where I've heard a song and then somebody else popped in my head. So I've contacted that person and it is amazing how they say that song is connected to what they had going on currently in their lives. Maybe it was the anniversary of somebody's death and this was a song that reminded them of that person. The synchronicities can truly astound you if you allow them to sink in. One particular instance that I'll share with you, there was a time where my mother was having a difficult time with her mother and she was praying to her deceased brother. Now, she heard a song that reminded her of him and thought about it for half a second. And I told her, I said, Mom, you know, I was thinking about him yesterday at this time because I heard this song. And it's interesting that her and I both heard the song at the exact same time and we thought of him because her memories of him and my memories of him are completely different. But that song reminded me of him. To us, there was no doubt about it. That was that was him letting us know that he heard her prayer and that he was doing everything that he could to to help out with grandma, her my mom's mom. The interesting thing also about him is that music has been the way that he's communicated with us a lot. He had a recording studio in his basement, multitude of different instruments, and he highly valued a good playlist. (laughs) When I was at his viewing, actually, I thought there must be something wrong with me because I'm, I'm sitting here and all I can think about is how amazing these songs are that have been playing. And typically, you wouldn't think that. You wouldn't say that at a regular viewing. You know, usually there's some instrumental version of Amazing Grace going on or something you've heard before that's not really catchy, <laughs> per se. Well, I, I mentioned it to my uncle, which was his brother. And I said, you know, this, this song is really good. He said, well, it was actually 
uh, a song he he really liked. It was on a play. It was on a playlist I created. My uncle, my other uncle, created that reminded him of his brother. It was an instrumental version performed by Andy McKee, Toto Africa, a cover of Toto Africa. And boy, how fitting was that, that we were jamming out at his viewing. <laughs> but that, I mean, who doesn't listen to that song and get into it? Come on. <laughs> and I really think that, that that was him. That was him saying, you know, listen to the music. Listen to the harmony that happens. Listen to the synchronicity that comes about when you follow your spirit. And me sitting there listening to that was me listening to him. And I continue to listen to him to this day as a developing medium, as a spiritualist. I know he's with me. And the more I, the more I attune, I, I can feel his energetic signature in my body. And that's when I know that there's a song that's going along with something that's going on with my family. But it's not only our deceased loved ones that DJ for us, I'll say, uh, that guest DJ. It is anybody in spirit. Our, when we have this sense of clear audience, we are wide open to whoever wants to guest DJ, whoever wants to come into that position and give us a message. So listening to those songs, those words, and finding the source isn't always what we're supposed to do. We don't need to know who is guest DJing, but listening to the words that most stand out or most repeat in your mind is so important. There is an orchestrated reason for most everything. A lot of times it's our spirit guides who are helping us fulfill the contract that they signed with us before incarnation. And they're like, hey, do you remember you said you wanted to work on this? Well, guess what? It's time. <laughs> so, well, spirit guides and and their purpose in our lives and the contracts we sign before we incarnate, those are all future podcast episodes because those get deep. And I know that there are a lot of people who have several questions about that. And I'll, I'll share from my own experience, from research that I've done, and just my inner intuition on that for you. In another podcast episode, I've had songs lead me to remember things about a past life and done some pretty deep past life healing that's just astounding. And I feel like most people are afraid to allow that to happen because they wonder if they're truly staying on track because you can go down a serious rabbit hole of things and it's like this meme from it's always sunny in Philadelphia where 
he is standing in front of this board that has a bunch of pictures and push pins and like red string just connecting them all. And he looks like he's been awake for like 20 and a half hours, hyped up on caffeine. (laughs) That's how it is. That's what this journey is often like, just connecting the dots, connecting the dots. So I urge you to, to listen to those songs that play in your head don't necessarily worry about the, who is guest DJing because sometimes you never figure that out. But the words from that song is what you're meant to hear. And you're meant to focus on those words and, and seek out how they could have messages for you. And when you ask those questions, those open-ended questions, how could this have a message for me? That's when you begin spiraling deeper, deeper into what I call, you know, that rabbit hole. But it's all very good stuff. Very good stuff. So a little more on Claire audience. Now, I had mentioned about us being interdimensional beings and how we can hear things in our head. We can. Our head is, like I said, like that radio tuner. We tune into that and we hear it. Sometimes people think that that is not a valid source. What's going on in our head is not a valid source. And if you think about us being interdimensional beings, then that makes sense. We've got this extrasensory experience, excuse me, we've got this extrasensory experience going on that is just on a whole other level. And through my practice of developing mediumship, I've come to find that even though those things feel subtle, they don't feel as concrete as anything on this earth plane and navigating our earth plane senses, I'll call them, versus our clear senses, there is still a depth to it. There is still a reality to it because I can go into meditation and I can listen to what I hear in my mind. And I come out the other side with a whole page of notes for a client I'm going to say client, those of you who don't know me, I do Oracle card readings. Um, and I, I include what I get in meditation in those Oracle card readings. Uh, it's just like a, a little added bonus <laughs> as I'm honing in on my skill. So when, when I do end up with a big page of notes, I present it with somebody. I present it to somebody and the the way it re- resonates with them is astounding. It's undeniable. It's evidential. Here's another personal experience I'm going to share with you, and then I'm going to end with uh, the lyrics to a song that played in my head as I started this and their meaning in my life currently. 
But first things first, the personal experience. This was, again, a deceased loved one. With me being more on the mediumistic side, that's what I tend to to do is connect with deceased loved ones across the veil. Um, and And as I'm working on that, honing in on that mediumship, that's what I often come up with. So my grandfather passed away and my mother wrote a eulogy for him. And the eulogy included the song Stairway to Heaven. Here's why. My mother and her brothers were born in the 50s. And so that kind of gives you a, a time frame. One day when they came home from school, they found their dad, my grandfather, laying on the living room floor, playing their Led Zeppelin record. And Stairway to Heaven was what he was listening to, lying on his back in the living room. And obviously she connected Stairway to Heaven with the inevitability of death and all of that. But since that day, that has always been a song that he has used from beyond the veil to communicate with family members. One of the most recent moments after his passing that this occurred for me was four months to the day after he had passed. My sister calls me up and says, I just won $200 at the VFW. Let's go get those matching tattoos we talked about. Well, the interesting thing about the tattoos is that we each got a feather with a peace sign, and that represented our grandfather's Native American heritage of being we and Miami Indians in his lineage. Another added layer of symbolism to that was we had them done in the same city that those very ancestors, my fourth great back uncle was Chief Little Turtle. He signed the peace treaty in Greenville, Ohio, and that's where we had them done. My sister and I decided we wanted to go show mom and grandma. Grandma was staying with mom at the time. So we <laughs> we pull in to my mom's driveway. We My sister is turning the key to shut the car off and stairway to heaven comes on the radio on a station that it there it wouldn't have played it. And my sister, who wasn't very spiritual, didn't really connect with that side of her, looked up and said, Hey, Grandpa. Oh, it brings me to tears just thinking about it. So we listened. We succumbed to the words of that song. We felt the energy. We talked about the energy that we felt in our bodies, the goosebumps that you get when you listen to a particular song. And part of the, when people get goosebumps, part of it is sensing energy, certain vibrations, certain frequencies. Sometimes that's related to the etheric DJ that we've got, making sure that we hear these songs, that we relate to the messages. We recognize the synchronicities that are happening. And after that song was over, after those feelings left us, there was this big, deep sense of peace. 
and we walked into my mother's house with a very thrilling, exciting story to tell both our mother and our grandmother and the people hereafter like you who are listening right now. So the last thing that I want to end with actually tags back to the beginning of this podcast when I looked (laughs) at what time it was and it was 3 a.m. I heard in my head the Matchbox 20 song 3 a.m. and I wanted to share a few lyrics from that song with you because it truly speaks to what I've had going on in my life recently. It says, well, it's 3 a.m. I must be lonely. And that part speaks to me because I specifically woke up around 3 a.m. to begin this podcast because by day I homeschool my three and five-year-old and (laughs) it gets chaotic and loud and this is the one time where I can do my work and be uninterrupted. But you know what? I actually had to stop this. And I had to go tend to two little boys who were awake in the middle of the night for an hour. <laughs> so in order to do my work and sound professional, I must be lonely. <laughs> and you know what? This this podcast venture has has been scary because that's what I've what I've been wondering. Can I juggle being a mom and having noise in the house and living in a small house that's not in any way soundproof where we've got a major road next to us and all that comes with being a mom who's at home with your kids where your closest family is an hour away, not having that child care. So that goes with this song. Well, I can't help but be scared of it all sometimes. Sometimes I can't help but be scared of it all. And the last line, and the rain's going to wash away, I believe this. I wrote recently about the correlation between the purification of rain and crying. I have the Earth Magic Oracle Card Deck by Stephen D. Farmer, and one of the cards is rain. The theme is purification, and that is exactly what crying does. When you allow that healthy release to happen, you are releasing energy that has been stored in your body that can manifest itself as disease. Sometimes that healing comes about by listening to a song that that etheric DJ plays. And I urge you to go through and listen to that song that makes you cry. Because crying is a manifestation of the energy that you have stored in your body that needs released. It is that rain. It is that purification. And just like this song says, the rain's going to wash away. I believe this. It truly does. If you've heard the term, 
That was a very cleansing cry. If you've had that experience of the cleansing cry, then you understand. Some people tell us, oh, you know, we shouldn't cry. It's a sign of weakness. It's actually a a sign of being healthy. Having that healthy, appropriate release, crying that out so that it's not stored in our body, it's not stored in our auric field, and we're choosing to heal. One day, I heard a song that reminded me of a previous relationship I had more than a decade ago, and for some reason, the song brought me to tears. And I thought, you know what? I haven't thought about this person. I, I'm over this person, I told myself. And my guides, who were that etheric DJ who helped orchestrate me hearing that song, was like, no, no, you need to sit down and you need to think about that and you need to write about it and come to terms with what really happened. Boy, did I dredge up feelings that I didn't even know I had. And I released some serious stuff. And I realized that that particular situation, I was not in love with the person. I was in love with the ideas that he gave me. The lies that he had fed me about what our life was going to be like. And I failed to see what it was actually like because I was being fed lies and deceived. But it was okay because, you know, we were going to live this beautiful life together. I had rose-colored glasses on. And when I realized the true nature of that relationship by hearing that song and writing about it and listening to it, I listened to that song on repeat until I had no tears left. That was the cleansing cry. That was the purification. That was exactly what I needed to ensure that I didn't carry that through the rest of this lifetime to other lifetimes. At that moment, I unboxed it and I dealt with it. The last part of this song that I'm quoting that I wanted to touch on as it relates to me and my life is, well, she believes that life isn't made up of all that you're used to. That, my friends, is the key. Living in a comfortable box does not allow room for growth. It ignores things that need healed because when we put ourselves in those uncomfortable positions, pouring out feelings, writing things down, exploring ourselves, it's not what we're used to because it shakes us up. And that, my friends, is very important. So listen to those etheric DJs, trace them back if you feel you must. Heal, write, grow, 
travel down that rabbit hole, whether it seems absurd or not, connect those dots, and listen to the lyrics deeply with your entire being. Unless you've got Baby Shark on repeat, then that is telling you (laughs) that you need some alone time. You need some adult time. (laughs) All right. Thank you so much for joining me. If you have any questions whatsoever or ideas for future podcasts, I welcome your emails, sarahsage at cheerful.com. Sarah has an H. That's S-A-R-A-H-S-A-G-E at cheerful.com. That's my email. Can't wait to hear from you. Make your little corner of the world a positive one, and I'll talk to you later.